You're locked in the press box. I apologize to our listeners who have been texting in today because I have uh, ignored it and we've actually gotten quite a few texts. First off, from back the very first conversation we had, Travis said, what game last year did Tyler see where he thought Jimmy G looked good? His arm was so weak, defenses crowded the box and shut down the run. At least O'Connell had some good games and, yes, some bad ones, but his upside is way higher than Jimmy G. O'Connell's upside is not higher than Jimmy G's. I don't even think it's close. O'Connell is one of the five worst quarterbacks in football this year. He didn't have any good games. Like, sure, he didn't throw interceptions. Hold in the on final now. Of games. He did something you could have never predicted. That he wouldn't complete Chiefs. a pass for three quarters yes, and still exactly. win a game? And still win at the Chiefs. Jack Jones won on that Christmas game. Christmas Day. Jack Jones caught he more passes. He did not complete a pass the last three quarters, but still beat the world champion Chiefs back to back. The reason you would believe more in Jimmy Garoppolo is because we have seen in his career Garoppolo play well and play well for entire seat well. He gets hurt a lot, so I shouldn't say entire seasons, but 10 games at a time, right? Like, they went to the Super Bowl. Garoppolo was actually had a really good season that year. Now, Kyle Shanahan's not here calling plays. I got that, right. but we've seen Garoppolo play well. O'Connell was a mid-round pick out of Purdue who was bad. He was bad in nine games. There's no reason to think he's going to be that. Travis might not even be listening anymore because that was two hours ago, and that's why I apologize, Travis. Um, Travis is definitely listening. He's our he's one of our uh, frequent texters. Oh, okay. okay. Thank you, Travis. I hope Thanks, you're still Travis. listening. Um, Joe, we have multiple Joes, but Joe, Joe number one today, he said, I worked at a place that sold team apparel over a decade ago, and Alyssa Milano had her own line of women's clothing for years. Either that or I'm still not fully awake, and this isn't what you were talking about. <laughs> That is what we were talking about. Um, Alyssa Milano had a Major League Baseball clothing line. Obviously, I didn't buy anything from it. I don't ever remember it being extensive. However, uh, I think Fanatics now owns that, so it probably sucks. I do. um, (laughs) Right after we ended that segment, you went to go do something, and I was talking to Ed about it. I completely forgot that Alyssa Milano had a line, and I actually bought some of her merchandise for my mom. Completely forgot about it. Was it any good? Yeah, I think so. Was it just a T-shirt with a V-cut neck instead of a regular neck? It, it was that, <laughs> but there was also uh, I also got her a hoodie, and it was it was, was just, okay. Yeah, it's your standard hoodie. What I mean, team? The Giants. Oh, the Giants. Yeah, it's your mom's team. Yeah, they're my mom's side of the family is from New York, so they're all Giants and Jets fans. Right. Like grossed out about there being Giants fans. I'm gross. Yeah. I had to spend my harder money on Giants stuff. That's fine. That's for your mom though. Come eh. on. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> Giants. I'd rather. I'm buy a big her fan of your else. mom. She likes GH. She does. I'm a big Every fan. day. I'm a big fan. Uh, and one other thing on the text line: Edward called Cofield and Company, Showfield and Company. Showfield or Schofield? I don't know. I don't know either. Showfield is that is that a joke I'm missing? I, I don't I've, think I've so. I've not heard that. Okay. Not heard Maybe that. He just you? mistyped Danny? or misthought? I don't think he did that. I think it was a joke there. Yeah. I'm I'm all on board with making jokes about Cofield. So, Edward, if you want to explain that one, I would love to know why we're what making that mean? Cofield. I don't know. That's what, it, that's what I'm saying. I don't have any idea. Yeah, he text, just said Showfield and Company. That's all yeah. he said? Yeah. Text well, back and let us know if, it's, uh, if you typed that on purpose and it's a joke or if you mistyped. Yeah, because I'd love to start calling it Showfield and Company. I might do it anyway, even if there is no reason behind it. We might just start calling it Showfield and Company anyways. And then I'll forget in two months why we're doing that, and we'll keep doing it. It'll be great. All right. Um, now, Tom Brady is finally going to become a minority owner of the Raiders. According to Ian Rappaport, NFL owners are 
going to approve Tom Brady's uh, purchase of a stake in the Raiders. If you remember, Brady wanted to buy part of the Raiders last offseason, and the owners were apparently not going to approve it because Mark Davis was selling it at a discounted rate. Uh, he Brady is going to buy 10% of the Raiders. Apparently, Mark Davis was trying to give him as much as 70% off the expected value. Um, but that's apparently been figured out here. Brady is going to be a part of a group that buys 10% of the Raiders. Brady owns 70% of that group, so essentially Brady will own 7% of the Raiders. Do he we loves have, this guy. Did we ever get an answer on why Mark Davis was trying to he sell part of his guy. team for a discounted rate? Only to him. Yeah. Do we Only know why? to him. I think he loves the guy. I think he's such a big fan of him. I, I you know, he brought him in on the aces. Yeah. I I, I don't know any he other reason to do it. He just wanted to be it. around Tom Brady why? so much that well, he was willing to give him yeah. a, a million yeah. dollars, millions dollars of discount. That seems stupid. Just hire the guy to a position that he doesn't actually have to work. Like, if you just want to be around Tom Brady... Don't give him a piece of your franchise at a seventy percent discount. Well, he didn't. He didn't try to sell at a discount rate to anybody else. Right. I. I just. That's so bizarre to me. And you got him with the aces. You got to be around him for right. that, right? Yeah, it's not the same. Not the same as, as the NFL team. Yeah, yeah. The aces are actually good. <laughs> they actually won championships. Yeah. What do you mean? They've won two. They've won back-to-back titles. <laughs> Come on. They're they're actually good at this. Will Tom Brady actually add anything to the Raiders? Like, is there a benefit to this? Not as much as you'd think because it's Tom Brady. What, he's going to show up to games and get some camera time? I mean, is he going to have 7% stake? How much of a say is he going to have in the day-to-day operations of the team? Can I can I tell you what I hope happens? That he has a say to day-to-day operations yes. of the team? Um, that in the next coaching search, Mark Davis replaces Ken Hirock with Tom Brady. All right. They might actually make a good hire if they get rid of this Ken Hirock guy <laughs> and let Tom Brady make some decisions. Because you can't be worse than Ken Hirock's decision making. So I I do have to imagine if they're going through a coaching search, and maybe it did happen, but I have to imagine Mark Davis would, would listen to Tom Brady. Well, did he listen to him for Josh McDaniels? That's a good point. He probably did. But he, he also listened he also listened to Ken Hirock and he brought Ken Hirock back, so Mark Davis didn't exactly learn. <laughs> from who he's listening to from the last time around. But like I if they're hiring a coach or whatever they're doing, having to make some big decision, if Brady wants to give input, I bet Mark Davis would say, "Oh yeah, let's go. What do you want to do?" Might let him make the decision, yeah. honestly. Oh, he's going to listen to him. Yeah. There's no question about that. I, he he loves this guy. I guess I'm curious how much does Tom Brady like care about giving his opinion? I would. I mean, if you're spending that much money to buy into a team and own seven percent of it, I would think you'd want to have your opinion well, heard. He might just be doing that just to get a piece of an NFL team because they always go up in value and it's going to make him money. Money like that could be. He could just buy it and then never show up again. But I wonder, does he like? Does he care? Like three or four years from now, if the Raiders are looking for a new head coach, does Tom Brady really care who they hire? Like, is he going to have a strong opinion and say, "Oh, you can't hire"? I think this he would. Candidate. I think he'd have an opinion. Then I think Mark, you'd have an opinion. Then Mark Davis will listen to him. Uh, real quick, Raiders-related breaking news. Oh, 
Uh, Jimmy G has been suspended for two games for violating the performance enhanced substance policy. He was on steroids and sucked that bad? The policy violation is related to him using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic use exemption. So he is Well, that's suspended. a big sentence. He's suspended for two games next year. That's a big sentence. That was tweeted out by Adam Schefter about can, eight can minutes ago. Can you read ago. that again? I that, yes. that was a lot of words. Can you read that? That was that again? a lot of words. Raiders quarterback Jimmy G is being suspended two games for violating NFL's performance enhancing substances policy. The policy violation is related to him using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic use exemption. So he didn't get approved to take the medication. So he got a doctor to prescribe it to him, but then didn't get approval from the NFL. Correct. I f- <sighs> Maybe not, but I feel like getting a doctor to prescribe it to you should be enough for it to be approved by the NFL. But maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. What was he taking? Probably something for his foot. That's a good point. But he just got caught now. There Apparently. is there. I I haven't found the story yet. Is there? I am assuming there's no details as to when he tested negative. There, it looks like there's a, a positive. I guess a postseason drug test. Yeah. <laughs> so like know. this, like there's no way this is from a drug test that happened last off season. No, I don't. Know. I don't. No. There's probably no way this happened in season right. either. Right. I don't this, think so. Um, and then a quote t- quote tweet by Field Yates. Uh, being suspended has massive financial implications as it could void the eleven probably, yeah. million dollar base yeah. salary guaranteed from the Raiders. Yeah, it probably does. So they're probably out of here. Oh, Antonio Pierce gave a bad drug test. Oh, he gave him bad pee. <laughs> Come on, he gave him bad pee to get out of the contract. Maybe it's Telesco. Oh, what a great GM, Telesco. Man, if you gave bad pee to the NFL drug testers to get out of an eleven million dollar guarantee, that's a hell of a GM. That's who I want as my GM. <laughs> they gave him bad pee. What could he have been taking? I don't know. Just I don't necessarily think it was what was prescribed. It could have been like what was in the medication. Yeah, like the, But yeah. you have to look. We said this about Olympic athletes, we said this about a- athletes who test positive. You have to know. Right. You, right. You yeah. have to know at that level cuz you know you're getting tested. You have to know everything that goes in your body. Read okay, Danny. Read the sentence again about the prescription and not getting the the therapeutic, therapeutic exemption. Exemption policy violation is related to him using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic use exemption. Okay, so he it's, didn't go to the league, right, and say I'm taking this medicine for my foot. There's a legitimate chance this is just like somebody didn't file some paperwork, right. Yes. Like th- there's a legitimate chance yes. that's what it's this possible, was yeah. because he got he got it prescribed like yeah, by a doctor right but was it a standalone doctor or a team doctor or sure oh, that'd be funny if it was a team doctor then they definitely gave him bad pee <laughs> but like there like there's a chance this is something that is completely benign You're right and just right. there was some missed paperwork and the NFL was right. like well you broke the rules yeah. He reached out to the office or his agent or whatever reached out to the office, and they were just like, yeah, go ahead, and never did anything. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, sounds good, Jimmy. Okay. Uh, that completely changes the conversation from 7 o'clock because Garoppolo, they're not on the hook for $11 yeah. million for Jimmy G. Uh, just assuming this is actually going to happen. I guess you can appeal and get it taken away, but if they're not on the hook for $11 million from Jimmy G, he's not going to be on the roster next year. 
There's no, no point in committing to him if you don't have to pay right. him anything at all. Like, go sign Gardner Minshew for $15 million or whatever. Jameis Winston. Yeah, oh, please. God, please sign Jameis Winston. It would be so much fun. It's all I want this offseason. 30 and 30? Yes, please. Every game is just a crapshoot. Oh, Every pass yeah. is a crapshoot. Yep. Please sign Jameis Winston. That'd be so <laughs> great. All right, I'm going with the bad P story, by the way. That Telesco did it? Bad P. Gave him bad P. Now he's off the hook for $11 million. What a job. Best GM in the league right there. Coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs. Bischoff's Briefs. Throwing out random numbers authoritatively is the best way to pass as a baseball expert. Bischoff's Briefs. By the way, it's commendable how many baseball players care so deeply about the equal rights amendment. Bischoff's Briefs. Somebody get me some antibiotics because that ball is gonorrhea. Bischoff's Briefs. Shout out to Travis, who is still listening. Hi, Travis. You are right. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's bad. He was on uh, some sort of steroids, still bad at football. Or it was bad pee. That's uh, that's my story, is that it was bad pee. Now, get to do one of my favorite topics, and that is how much is the LVCVA or state legislators uh, lying to us about the economic impact of an event? First off, Nevada Sportsbook set a record with the Super Bowl. $185.6 million was gambled on the Super Bowl in Nevada. The most ever. The previous record, though, was $179.8 million from the 2022 game, so it beat the record by $5.8 million. Is that underwhelming to either of you? Yes. I don't know if it's underwhelming. Um, it's an increase of almost $6 million, uh, which in the world of sports books isn't that much. It's an uh, increase of just over 3%. 3%. I'm trying to think, you know, the game. Maybe it's underwhelming given where the game was. That's what I mean. The yes. game maybe, was Maybe the game's here. in Vegas. Uh, so it could be underwhelming in that sense. Right. Um, and it was a pretty public matchup with yep. the homes. Yep. Uh, I think it's extremely underwhelming because it's less than 3% increase and the game was here. And there were stories before the game about how, oh, we're going to shatter our record, record for the Super for the Bowl Super handle Bowl and it's all here. of that. And they did break it. But just barely. And so I am very curious to see all of the economic impact numbers from the Super Bowl, or at least what is claimed to be the economic numbers from the Super Bowl. Because I'm going to give you a look back at F1 here really quick. Uh, LVCVA, they publish uh, the visitor data, but they do it by month. They don't break it down by week, but you can see by month. So in November of 2022, no F1 race. In Vegas, we had 761,950 visitors in the entire month of November of 2022. This past November, when F1 was here, we had 768,320 visitors. That's an additional 6,370 people in the month of November when F1 was here. And again, monthly, not weekly. November as a month saw an increase in visitors of 0.8% from 2022 to 2023. To when we had F1. The entire year of 2023 saw an increase of 5.2% in visitors. So November 2023 performed worse than the average, the average month, month. Right? right? It was not as good as other months. And again, we're just talking about the whole month, not even the week that F1 was here. The room rates were higher. For the month of November, the average daily room rate increased 32% in November from 22 to 23, which 
means more money was spent, even if there were the same amount of people. But what that means is the majority of more money spent went directly to MGM properties or Caesars right. properties or those casinos because we didn't have a significant increase in the number of people that came here. It's just richer people came here and spent more money in the hotel room. So the vast majority of that goes to MGM Caesars, strip hotels, or F1 itself, and not like to us. Also, fun fact, um, anybody who comes up with these economic impact numbers, they're just lying and making it up all the time. Because prior to the F1 race here, the LVCVA and F1 said that the F1 race would bring an additional $23 million in room taxes to Las Vegas. And the taxes are the important number because that's what the public gets. MGM and Caesars don't get to keep the taxes. That actually goes into public money. So they said we were going to get $23 million in additional room tax uh, revenue just from the F1 race. In the entire month of November, the room tax increased from 2022 to 2023 by $5.9 million. If you break that down by average week... 1.4 million more dollars per week in November in 23 than in 22. In taxes. So they were off by $20 million in their estimated room tax small level. revenue. And fun fact, the guy who published those numbers, that $23 million, is Jeremy Aguero. He's the guy that's telling us the A's are going to be a good deal. He's the one that was at the Nevada State Legislature saying the A's will be good for the economy in Las Vegas completely blew F1, like not even close on the F1 room tax revenue. And here's the thing. The same exact thing, I think, just happened for the Super Bowl. Because, we don't know the numbers yet. So right. here's some stuff for you. We had February of 23, so last February, no Super Bowl here, we had 770,000 visitors per week in the month of February 2023. Prior to the Super Bowl, when they were talking about their projections, um, and credit to Alan Snell because he has the story up on this, the stadium authority and the LVCVA projected we would have 330,000 people in Vegas for the Super Bowl. Now, that's confusing to me because we, on average, had 770,000 people per week in February, and this is saying we were only going to have 330,000 people here for the Super Bowl. It's not even half of a normal week. Maybe they meant 330 additional People visitors that we from would the, add. From the 700. From the 700, 330. But prior to F1, they said we would have 315 additional visitors. And remember, we had 6,300 additional visitors for the entire month, not just for the F1 week. So they were way off on their additional visitors claims for F1. They're probably way off on their additional visitors' claims for this. So we'll see when those numbers actually come out, how many people were here. And then one other fun number for you. Last year, in February, on the weekends, the occupancy rate of hotel rooms in Clark County was 89%. So last year, no Super Bowl, 89% of hotel rooms were full. Were full. The RJ had a story this week, that room occupancy... Last week for the Super Bowl was 88%. We went down. We might have had less people here for the Super Bowl than we did last year when we didn't host the Super Bowl. Now, just like F1, 
room rates were higher. Richer people came, poorer people had to stay home. So MGM and Caesars and strip hotels and the NFL, they would have made some more money off of this. But it's not going to be significant for public economic benefit because we had the same amount of people here as we did last year. We didn't increase by a significant margin or amount, I should say, the amount of people that came to Vegas for the Super Bowl than on any other year when we don't have it. And don't forget, we paid the NFL $59 million to host the Super Bowl. We have to pay for expenses for like police. We have to pay for hotel rooms for NFL employees. We have to pay for convention space. Oh, there's an entire book of what you have to pay for. $59 million is what we paid directly to the NFL, plus $750 million to build the, the stadium that it was hosted in. We don't ever have that without the stadium. So anybody you hear talk about the economic impact of the Super Bowl or F1, they're probably lying because it was probably minimal to what this city would have looked like even if we didn't host those events. Because at the end of the day, people come to Vegas even when F1's not here, even when the Super Bowl's not here. People still come here. Well, if the Super Bowl's not here, we're, we're the, other than the Super Bowl city and maybe even more so with yeah. the numbers, we're full anyway. Right. We're the, we're the Far second and away. best, if not ahead of wherever right. the Super Bowl might be. And that's the case. That'll be the case probably every time we do it. And here's the problem. The LVCVA, the people who may or may not have just overridden Clark County commissioners for F1, Dick, (laughs) they are encouraged to lie about these things. The LVCVA is a public body. They get paid by our public tax dollars, right? Steve Hill is the head of the LVCVA. He makes over $400,000 a year. We pay a guy over $400,000 a year in public money to go around and lie about how great these events are because the more that these events look great, the better he looks like he's doing at his job and the more money that he can say, "Ah, I should get this money because look, I brought all these events, even though those events don't actually do anything for the local economy. It doesn't actually benefit us in any significant way, but you can say, oh, I brought the Super Bowl. I brought F1 even though those events don't have a significant impact on us because they don't actually bring more people. They just bring a few richer people along than poorer people. Do the fees for um, the private jets being stationed at Henderson and uh, Harry Reid, do those fees get factored into the economic impact? Probably. Okay, because I wasn't sure if that's something that would go – directly to the airport or if like the oh, county it goes, sees it doesn't it go or? to the county there's no way it goes to the county it just goes to the airport here's the thing with economic impact they try to include any dollar they can think of being spent in the city of las vegas even if it meant just mgm gets even if mgm got all of the money they would consider that economic impact even though it wouldn't actually right. go to any public body or any public funds or anything like that so if absolutely if if the Henderson Airport's like, we made $300 million more million than we normally made, then yeah, they would count that, but all of that money would just go to the airport or right. whoever the hell does that. I don't know how the airports actually yeah, work, I don't know. but that's where it would go, and that would count as economic impact. They count in economic impact when the TV announcers say Las Vegas. Right. Because they're like, well, if we had to buy a commercial where he had said Las Vegas, that would cost us $10 million. So that's part of their economic impact, which is why... It's a bunch of crap. So we probably didn't have more people in Vegas than we would have if we didn't host the Super Bowl. The room occupancy actually went down. And you said that was all of Clark County? Yeah. Uh, Mesquite's not holding up their end. 
<laughs> they probably had like 15% occupancy. <laughs> Nobody stayed in Mesquite? I doubt it. <laughs> so F1 and the Super Bowl brought rich people, didn't bring more people. The amount of more dollars in Las Vegas was very minimal to what it would have been because people come here anyway. Coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. You're listening to The Press Box on ESPN Las Vegas. Joining us now, it's Cassie Soto. Hello, Cassie. Hi, Cassie. Good morning. Uh, first off, I got to say that I know you married Estrus, but can I marry Estrus? Because you got uh, In-N-Out and donuts for Valentine's Day, and that's what I would like as well. Isn't he the greatest? <laughs> Only my two favorite things in the whole wide world. How how many donuts did you get? Only six. I was like, should we go for the dozen? He's like, <laughs> we're just two people. And I was like, but I might eat two tonight. I'm going to want two in the morning. That's, so still, that's only we, four, we Cassie. Settled, How are you getting the 12? Settled, we settled for um, the the little peewees, the little donut holes on the side, just in case we need more. Uh, uh, I, did, I did not see this. What did you get him? Uh, my love. Oh, oh my God. God. You got him That's nothing? That's it? What did you, like, say you had to work or something? Say we, work was too much? What did you say? We took my we took my car to go pick up these foods? I don't know. Wow. Oh, my God. So you used your gas to go get the his first present. one is a married couple, and that's what you roll with the guy? I got him a card. I got him two cards, actually. Card? Like a card to open and read? That Nobody wants a card, Cassie. They're really cute cards. Nobody Did it come wants with a like card. a gift card inside. Negative. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> this is brutal. So hold this on, brutal. To, to run back, you can uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't get him a Christmas present either. Oh my god, I did it. And he got you something. I know you said you guys agreed not to get anything, but you now have not gotten him Christmas or Valentine's Day, and he has delivered on both accounts. Oh, his 30th birthday is coming up, so I guess I should start. Uh-huh. Uh, you should, wow. ju- you should just go for the trifecta and not get him anything. Yeah, what's yeah. the matter Why now? Not? You it got the ring. Now. now that you're married. Did Brandy get you something? Did Bonnie get you something? I don't know your fiance's. Did, did the ladies get you uh, yeah. something? Oh, yeah. Yes. I got I got the I got the uh, sea suckers in the card. I got oh, a, cu- I got a couple things. I do love the sea suckers. Not the candy, the suckers, though. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, poor Cassie. Poor Cassie. Oh, I, it's fine. We're simple people. I, I don't need a, I didn't need a purse. You keep need, saying that, but flowers, I don't think he the is. Flowers, the flowers are actually for my sister, so he didn't do flowers. We, he got home, and we were like, so what do we want to do? I was like, I don't know, man. Some In-N-Out sounds really good. And we did In-N-Out and Donuts. Oh, Wait, so the, the In-N-Out wasn't planned? You guys decided to go there for dinner? We decided together. Okay. All right. We well, started that... running out of options. We're like everything's closing soon. I think we went around like eight thirty. Oh, so he didn't. This wasn't like planned yeah. You should have led with that, Cassie. That yeah. would have made you. That would have made you come off a lot better. But yeah. now we've already established you're terrible. Okay. <laughs> and was a donut shop open at that time? Donut shop was twenty four hours. Are you kidding me? Which one? TikTok. Is it really? It's twenty four hours. Yeah, I thought Winchell. You live in Vegas. Come I thought on. Winchell was twenty four hours, but not Pink Box. There's no oh, hell Winchell's it is. is. Winchell's is usually with like a Subway. It's it's lower lower tier donuts. I've never even heard of it, but donuts are it's, good. It's so. yellow. It's got a yellow sign, black letters. Usually, that, we don't hate on we don't hate on donut shops on this on this when I'm on. Yeah, that definitely doesn't help me. But uh, yeah, donuts <laughs> uh, are good. I don't really eat them. So. Yeah, donuts are good. Um, all right, I got to ask you, uh, Super Bowl halftime show favorite part? Oh, 
favorite part. I don't know. I know it's probably controversial to say the Alicia Keys part. Why is that controversial? Uh, well, you know what was hilarious? So, obviously, they're both married to other people, yes. right? You, have you seen all the memes? It's I like have. I your have. Work, when your girl talks about her work <laughs> husband or whatever. And, obviously, me being a, a slight jokester, I was like, yeah, you know, it'd it be like that, huh, husband? And he's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he didn't like that answer very much. Um, but I did love the Alicia Keys part. Um, I no. I think the biggest critique is, yeah, he. I think he's he's a performer. Like it is what it is. He's a performer. I wish he sung a little bit more, but the songs that did that he did sing like hit. Like I was having a full blown party to myself. Party of one was had when Usher was performing. So I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh, my, I had I had basically three favorite things that all basically happened in succession. Uh, the rollerblades I thought were hilarious. Also impressive. Um, I love that not only was little John there, but he was just on somebody's shoulders in the crowd. Uh, that was great. And then I love Ludacris walking in and having a stripper pole as he walks up to the center of the stage. You know what? When that happened, I was like, okay, we're doing Vegas. It's happening. (laughs) The NFL is probably looking away or holding their breath right now, but it's happening and there's no denying it. We also haven't talked to you. Uh, we didn't talk to you last week, but we did need to give you credit. Just so, just so you know, we don't always trash on you. We do need to give you on-air credit for your investigative reporting on the Raiders' locker room situation with Jermaine Illuminor. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you were live while we were on the air informing us that, no, that is absolutely the Raiders' locker room, even though Jermaine Illuminor was spewing lies. Right. And then I think Adam, Adam Hill came on you know, to double down and say, that the players enter through a different entrance. Yes. So, of course, he would never see that backside. Um, but, yeah, so you're welcome. You know, still still have the investigative bone in me, so you're welcome. Is that the best investigative reporting you ever did, is what you did after you quit in the media? That and trying to find the guy who threw the Mountain Dew bottle oh. on my head, I think, are oh. here reporting. Yeah, I remember that. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I was yep. there. Oh, we got to get a fight tomorrow between you and. Are you going to be at the game tomorrow? Somebody can throw a Mountain Dew bottle head at, you, uh, at your head again. <laughs> I hope not. I really, really hope no, no. Like yeah. you hope you're not. You don't get a bottle to the head, or you hope you're not at the game. <laughs> I maybe both. <laughs> <laughs> They've won five in a row, Cassie. They're winning now. <laughs> you, you know, as an alum, I just, just I'm just here for moral support. Oh. Man, that's tough. It's a tough time. It is what it is. Be fan. All right. Um, the uh, other part, I don't know what you can tell us because you were trying to be all secretive before the Super Bowl. What? How much were you working Super Bowl week? I slept two hours on a back storage couch that we had uh, pulled into a lounge like room. Two hours. Uh, the whole two week. Hours. Got a two-hour nap uh, Saturday going into Super Bowl Sunday, so that was really fun. Do you telling me overnight you only slept two hours Saturday yep. going into Sunday? I woke up at six a.m. Saturday, slept at I think it was like two a.m. to maybe four thirty, maybe it maybe it was f- till five, so maybe three hours, and then was up and rocking and rolling until the end of Super Bowl. <sighs> so from six a.m. Saturday until the Super Bowl ended, I got two hours of sleep. How was like Radio Row week and all that? I didn't get a go. I heard there was cake. There was cake. I got Jason Fitz cake, and if you had been there, you would have probably gotten some cake too. Oh, was that the New Orleans place? Like, was it green, white, and purple? 
No, no, I got Jason. Finn. Oh, okay. you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You were there for this, Danny. You're I was get, not you're, there for you're that. You're gonna get it. Well, you you're gonna get a sponsor for us. Yeah, I've reached out to my cake. people. Yeah, yes. I've reached out. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're putting good. me in touch with the right department. We need the Bunt Cake sponsorship. Uh, that way Ooh. we can have that way we can have cake all the time on the show. There you go. It'll be great. Right. Just when I pick it, maybe up. I'll. Maybe I'll talk to you guys every weekend. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, okay, hold on. You said you slept where for two hours? Uh, we had like a back of house storage area, and we had brought in an extra couch on accident that we, we didn't end up using. And so myself and one of my coworkers put that with like some extra spare benches and put it together kind of like a makeshift, um, makeshift, yeah, bed. And uh, the lounge lights were on, so we had to use extra pillowcase covers as like sleeping masks so we could block out the light. What the hell were you doing? What is? I don't know. What? I still to this day don't know. You didn't even get to go home. I did it. You didn't sleep in like the back seat of your car. I thought about it, but I was like, it's cold outside, and I had taken out my car blanket, so I didn't have a blankie. Oh, can I? God. Can I ask you? Is it okay to ask you how your video went over? Oh, it was great. It went yeah. over great. Uh-huh. She made a video. Yeah, um, yeah I had to do an NFL sizzle reel, so it was kind of nice being able to merge my two worlds together so got a great um reception and then i actually got to put in another video together um to welcome dan campbell um got to do a highlight video for alliance coach dan campbell and that was pretty freaking awesome wow did dan campbell like your highlight video did he yeah he he then he was like because the mediator after was like man i want to run through a a wall now and dan campbell was like ah you could throw any highlight videos and of course it's going to sound great but they leave out all the bad parts. And I was like, yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> did you get to meet Dan Campbell? I did. Nice. Oh, did he? How yeah. was he? Was he? Is he like as weird and intense when he's just meeting random people? He is a massive, massive man. So like, I think, like kind of like a spider. Like you're more afraid of, or he's more afraid of you than you are of him kind of thing. You know, but no, he was really cool. He was great. The, the crowd loved him. Okay. I'm going to need more information uh, on car blanket. Car blanket. You, you don't have a car blankie? You, I mean, I have a blanket in my car, but it's like so my backseat doesn't get so dirty from my dogs. Well, that's no. You, they have. They make something specific for the dogs. Yeah. Okay. I got like, like a thousand blankets. Like, we in go my to house. the. We go to the park. You know, Estrus's soccer games on the occasion that I let him go, and then I go. <laughs> you know, I have a blankie just in case I need to lay down on the floor. You just always have to have a car blanket. Why was it not in your car when you needed it most? Because it got dirty from the last time we went to soccer. I think I spilled my coffee on it. Okay. And you hadn't washed it and get and another I had one it. in there? No. Come no, on. I didn't even have time to sleep in my own bed last week. That's so a good I point. did not wash That's my car blanket. That's fair. Did Estrus get to play a lot of soccer while you were gone all week? <laughs> he did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He, I think like three or four times last week. Yeah. All right. So just so you know, Cassie, just how good you have it. He got you a Christmas present. He got you a Valentine's Day present, even though you failed on both accounts. And when you're gone, the thing he looks forward to the most is simply playing soccer. Yeah, he's eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> she is Cassie Soto. Cassie, as always, we appreciate Thanks. it. Uh, Ed, do you have a car blanket? No. Danny? I have one of those things that you put up with the when the sun's out. <laughs> a shade? Ba- I have a one window of those shade? I have one of those babies. Uh, Danny, car blanket? I don't in my truck. I used to have one when I had a smaller vehicle. I, I have a blanket in my car, but it's just on my back seat's. 
so my dogs don't get the dirty. Um, I do have a jacket in my car. A I, jacket? Like I have a jacket back there that I haven't I haven't worn it in like three years, but it's been in the trunk of my car. It's just like, uh oh, what happens if I don't have a jacket and it's cold out and I've just left it in there? <laughs> I used to keep a tent in my car. Oh Jesus! For what? Spontaneous camping? You never know. You never know what when you're gonna have to sleep in the woods. You never know if like your car is gonna break down somewhere. You, Where you are you know. driving that it might break down and you have to sleep? Anywhere. No, call somebody. You never know. Daddy, what if I will come out pick here? You up? Out here, you could be in the desert with no. What no are you phone doing signal. in the desert? Well, back when I was driving a ton, you just drove into the desert. No, but like when you're on the highway in the middle of the, in the middle of towns, there's no signal or anything. Okay, Danny. What we what was the plan? Sleep on the side of the road. How you see how you contacting somebody the next morning if there's no cell service? That problem know. doesn't change with the tent. I don't know, but I used to keep a tent in my car. I also up until like a year ago would keep a. Uh, uh, one of those snow uh, windshield scrapers in my car too. You definitely need that, Danny. Hey, that came in handy about six years ago when we got all that snow. <laughs> you might need that. I was Danny. the only person at the building that I was working at at the time that had one. That had the scraper. Yeah, everyone was like, "Oh my god, can you do my car?" I was like, "Look, I'll should do two cars and then I'm going home, and the rest of you guys are screwed." Should charge them twenty bucks. Eh, I just wanted to get home. Yeah, too nice. All right, we got tickets to give away to go see Ray Romano. He is coming to Las Vegas in April, and we've got a pair of tickets for you. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. Ray Romano, live in Las Vegas, April 12th and 13th. It's at the Summit Showroom at the Venetian, 702-364-1100. That's the phone number if you want to go see Ray Romano. Be caller number 15, 702-364-1100. Now back to the Press Box on ESPN Las Vegas. If you missed it, Jimmy Garoppolo has been suspended two games for violating the league's PED substance uh, policy. Apparently he was prescribed something but did not tell the league about it, didn't file some paperwork. Uh, we don't know what that something was, but he was prescribed some sort of medication that was apparently on the NFL's banned substance list. Uh, quick question. Jimmy Garoppolo is 32 years old. He has made $148 million in his career. Could he retire? Sure. Mm, I don't think so. I think he wants to keep playing. You think so? Yeah. I think he wants to keep playing. Uh, it's not going to be with the Raiders. Um, it just depends on... You know who's going to sign him after this, but if he can prove it was just a medication, like for Danny said, for his foot or something like that, and they just filled out the wrong paperwork or someone forgot to fill out the paperwork, and he can convince people this, I think someone would sign him. I mean, look at the bad starters that were never. Tommy mind the DeVito backup. got like five yeah. games this year. Never mind the backups last yeah. year. How many bad starters were there in their league? Um, I. It's. I think it's a different conversation for quarterbacks than other positions because quarterbacks don't take near the beating that a lot of other positions do. But I do wonder, somebody that's made $148 million in their career, is the work of being an NFL player worth it if you're simply going to be a backup quarterback? Especially given that with a two-game suspension, he played poorly last year. I mean, what's the market for this guy? He's not getting a big contract. It's not like somebody's waiting around to give him $20 million. Right. So I, I do wonder if he would view it as worth it or not worth it. Um, however, if it were me and teams were willing to pay me even $5 million to show up and be the backup quarterback, I'm there. Yep. 
I'll be there. I'll be there until you kick me out of the league. I mean, there's enough time for him to become a full-time golfer. Loves to golf. Does he? Yeah. So, Does he get I mean, hurt he, golfing? I don't know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> I Pulling I, some muscles? Oh, yeah. I got a pulled muscle on my back right now. From golfing? No. I haven't been able to golf since... Like November. What the hell did you do to your back? I got back issues. Oh, wait. Is this oh. from your long standing? That yeah. one time I saw you like lock up in here and you were yeah. like. My back's been pretty bad for like two or three months now. Poor, it's all right, though. This poor guy over here. It's all right. You Push through it. You think it's from when you ran into the cement wall and were unconscious, or do you think it's from when you fell off a cliff? It's probably from a lot. Okay. Good thing you had that tent. Yeah. <laughs> that's good exactly you need to pull over and have a yeah. nap I'm, i was actually uh in my shopping cart on amazon i have a tent that attaches to the bed of my truck oh, Daddy, why oh, why in what case i go in case i go like camping or something i could just put it up on the bed of my when truck is the last time you slept in a tent uh probably like two years ago why years would ago? you think you need to buy something to attach to your truck to sleep in in case I go. You haven't done this in three years. That's okay. Danny, come on. That's fine. Come on. Just get a mattress and put it in the back of your truck. Sleep that's better. Back. Yeah, that's better than mattress. Well, yeah, I'll get the blow-up mattress. Yeah. I have one of those in my Not shopping cart, mattress. too. You got a bad back. You need a real mattress, Danny. Eh. can't be sleeping on tents in the back of your truck on the side of the road in between here and Mesquite. <laughs> you do need a real mattress, though. You do. More oh, yeah, absolutely. To put that in the bed. But if I'm going like camping or something, I'm not going to put a real mattress in the bed of my truck. Why not? You're going to put some stupid I'll just tent. Just do a blow-up mattress. You're going to put some weird tent back there. Just yeah, put a of course. Back there. Nah, it's too much. What do you mean it's too much? What do you mean? A real mattress is too big and bulky and all that. Blow-up mattress is a whole lot easier. <laughs>